Hello and welcome to the second episode in King's Places podcast series for the Songlines Encounters Festival 2017, a feast of world music curated by Songlines magazine, which returns to King's Place this June. Over three podcasts will talk to international musicians who are blurring the boundaries of genres and styles and who will reveal exciting musical discoveries to us. In this episode, we speak to musicians and producers Giuliano Modarelli and Al McSween from international music collective Kifaya, who perform in King's Place's Hall 2 on the 2nd of June 2017. Their debut album, Radio International, was released in 2016 and was recorded during travels and collaborations across India, Palestine, Spain, Italy and the UK, inspired by the struggles for equality and liberation. Giuliano and Al joined me in Hall 1 to explore the music and ideas of Kifaya. Essentially, Kifaya, it's a collective, but which is led and organised by myself and Al, which we lead this collective, we have composed the music and arranged it, and uh, we work with different musicians and modular ensembles to uh, recreate what we, what we write. So where did you two meet for the first time? Uh, we were both in Leeds and uh, kind of both playing on the scene there with doing similar work at the time, you know, I mean, very varied work, you know, we're working with Cuban musicians or Indian musicians. You both, I presume, don't, don't see any boundaries in regards to genre of music? No, we find they're actually quite restrictive about defining general music, especially for what we do is so eclectic. And one of the uh, focus of our music was also to connect with communities, with different communities from Leeds, communities of musicians and communities of people, because it's a small city, but it's got a very wide variety of communities. I mean, you both play traditional instruments, but it sounds like you probably, even on those, those influences seep in. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably been a really interesting part of us studying what would you call non-Western styles on on Western instruments. So how do you find, you know, a new sound inside your instrument? How do you, you know, adapt a piano or a classical guitar to play, you know, Indian classical music or, you know, West African music? And it's kind of interesting from a technical, you know, perspective. And I, I think we were always more interested in and finding something new in our instrument rather than just learning to play the sitar or the sarod. It was more, how do we develop our instrument to the point where we can then sit with a tabla player or with a mm. sitarist and have some kind of common language that we can interact with? Ultimately, I mean, apart from North African music where you have all the microtones, generally you still work with 12 notes, but it's how you embellish, how you approach the notes, mm. how do you develop a technique that can ex- express that, that the style and the and the approach to melody and so that's where our research really has been. We've both come across many musicians that are really interested in working with musicians here and developing their sound in that respect. So for us to have some understanding of you know Turkish music or Afghan music or whatever collaboration we're doing really means we can work together. <laughs> So how did the songs slowly form? If you're referring to the album Radio International, for instance, 
it started as an instrumental album actually originally and then slowly myself and Al we find ourselves in doing lots of international tour part of this international tour you will meet musicians and you had the chance to spend a bit more time with them thinking oh maybe I can try to record you on this track so we haven't lost the essence of the album of the beginning but has changed radically so it's been uh, a process I mean also in terms of the way we develop these songs a lot of the songs actually started as uh, versions of protest songs you know we were playing different you know protest songs from different parts of the world I mean if you listen to the album uh, the second track Manus for example was originally uh, our instrumental arrangement of an Italian uh, anti-racist song called Tamaria Tanera which we then completely rearranged and then eventually completely got rid of the, <laughs> the Italian part and replaced it with an Indian classical vocalist and it became this kind of Indian jazz kind of thing. So, so many of the tracks started as one thing and became something else. <laughs> album there were certain things we really wanted to express in terms of the kind of ethos of what we believe musically and politically um, particularly this idea of uh, of internationalism of being against you know mm. nationalism and this kind of divisive um, we came up with these concepts of the sort of international radio station um, where you hear you know different sounds from around the world and you also get a sense of different political struggles from around the world so yeah in terms of the titles of the tracks and various kind of samples we used it kind of helped us mm. be more explicit in a concept that isn't necessarily there lyrically that's what our statements we wanted to make these statements because uh, uh, nationalism is spreading everywhere and people often confuse uh, cultural identity and culture with nationalism and uh, and this idea of nation and national pride. We wanted to create a project that actually celebrate the world for what it is, you know, which is uh, a place where since always people be moving around and exchanging information and exchanging arts and culture and things transform. And that's an ongoing process. Essentially, the album wants to make that statement against uh, this idea of division and this idea of like uh, cultural purity which we don't believe in we believe that things are are like water they keep transforming they keep flowing humans keep moving around so um, it's just a representation of that <laughs> One of the tracks on the new album is New Roots. We've talked about sort of the encounters that you have with different people. Could you tell me a little bit about the singer and, and what she's, she's singing about on this track? Yeah, the singer is uh, Alessia Tondo. She's a, a singer from Puglia, from the south of Italy. There is, a, there is an existing scene there, which is about crossing over dub and reggae with the traditional folk. So we wanted to really draw around this very small scene that it's happening in the south in the, in the south of Italy, in terms of the ideology behind the track, it was a period where there was all these Lampedusa things. Well, still now it's happening really, uh, where lots of immigrants were coming in with boats, and um, you know there was so many people died, and uh, that's why we choose the south of Italy. That's why we choose a track that, that you know from around the area. Uh, the lyrics in itself is an Italian folk song, which is not necessarily very 
political as a, as a, as a content, um, but it talks more about love, new roots. You know, there was this parallel also with the title of uh, new roots as as the new roots to enter and to travel and the new roots as uh, from reggae and dub sound finding a, a, a new approach to this music. One track that sort of, I mean, goes back to some of the things you were saying earlier, has a sort of sense of urgency, a driving pulse, maybe slightly influenced by Ethiopian jazz, is um, Indignados. Again, that was a track that started as an instrumental piece, definitely with the influence of Ethiopians. Um, there's another track on the album called Protesta Flamenco, where we work with this um, amazing flamenco singer called Chico Pere. Um, and originally they were actually linked. One so track. it was, yeah, it was one track, that, um, which uh, one long epic track, which we decided to end up having two tracks. So the title was influenced by the Indignados movement in Spain, which was the kind of big anti-austerity movement that came around the same time as Occupy Wall Street. Uh, there's this huge movement in Madrid, which is actually probably one of the more successful movements of that period in its longevity, you know, that Podemos went on to be quite successful. And there's also a little sample of Pablo Iglesias on the track, you know, just to hammer the message home. <laughs> Intifada, quite interesting. Again, you're, you're swapping genres and, and styles between tracks. I think every track is a sense of a sense of journey within itself. And, and this one, we have a sort of wobbly dance bass. It's a very, very dance track. Yeah, it's probably one of the most electronic produced track of the album, uh, together with another track uh, uh, called Whistleblower. We worked uh, in collaboration with uh, this producer called Tim Wright. The main things, the main uh, idea behind the track it comes from this sample, this video that we found online, which is uh, this uh, little girl during the Arab Spring, uh, this essentially leading a demonstration with the megaphone, and it sounded to us amazing. You know, you see this little girl this with this big demonstration around her, she chants with this great rhythm and everyone chants back. So the, the, this idea of uprising and resistance, it was... Mm. It was so strong, they really inspired us to use it to create a track. Okay, important question. How on earth do you perform these live? <laughs> um, well, we, we work with, um, with singers, obviously. Um, some of the track is about reinterpret them. So, like a track, for instance, like Indignados. Now we are doing a, with uh, with an Afghan folk singer. So she found this uh, resistant a protest song, a Hazara protest song. Hazara is a community that was has been really oppressed in Afghanistan for hundreds of years. Uh, it's interesting to have uh, that kind of musical element that moves, and but we adapt it in relation to the musician that we're working with. So we wanted something that can change. The, and then we also use electronics to, to fill up the gap, essentially. And we, work, we try to work with singers. They also are 
uh, quite uh, eclectic in the approach they have to music, so that maybe they can reinterpret the song. So music from your debut album? Yeah, we'll be playing some tracks from Radio International. Um, we'll also be uh, showing some of the music from the forthcoming album. I know from, from other music projects that sometimes, even if you can't speak the same language as the player or the singer, then you somehow managed to communicate. Have you had that experience? Yeah, many, many experiences like that. And it's true. I mean, it's, it's pretty cheesy to say, but music is in some way a universal language. And, you know, if you have basic understanding of the basic components of melody, harmony and rhythm, you can find usually some kind of common ground. Especially if there is, a, I think, from your side, openness and a desire of learning. I think that's... Uh, it's things that really makes you connect with someone else. And when people can see that you are genuine about your interest in whatever music maybe they are doing, and you really want to learn and understand it, um, that really opens things up. Um, and yes, music becomes, uh, as you said, a universal language. Thanks to Al and Giuliano for speaking to us and introducing us to their compelling world music. Kifaya perform in Hall 2 on Friday the 2nd of June. The Songlines Encounters Festival 2017 takes place from the 1st to the 3rd of June at King's Place. For more details, visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash SEF. In the final episode of the Songlines Encounters Festival 2017 podcast series, we speak to folk singer Sam Lee about his inspiring project Vindorga, or Windai. Sam will perform with four instrumentalists, as well as the distinguished Norwegian traditional singer Uni Lovelid. You can hear in, absolutely within her voice that how she tunes into the really old modal styles of singing in, with the Nordic decoration, and then she'll start employing the kind of primal voice. You've been listening to a King's Place podcast. You can find and follow us on Twitter at King's Place and Facebook forward slash King's Place. Thanks for listening.